0: To die with zero or not to die with zero? Hi there, it's Eric Maldonado, owner of Aquila Wealth Advisors. And I recently read the book Die with Zero by Bill Perkins, published in 2020. And it's a provocative title because we're taught typically to want to have money in the end and save as opposed to purposefully have zero. And the premise is that people, he's speaking to first world people, Americans, tend to save, 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 save. And when they could have been uh, spending it on experiences when they were most healthy, and then when it comes to die, they, whether it was purposeful or not, have this money saved up that uh, doesn't they can't take with them. And it would have been better to die with zero, meaning give it away while you were still alive to be able to make a, an impact and see where it's going, or spend it on the things that you care about valuable things Um, so the title's provocative but as you start to break it down essentially he's saying you know be more mindful of your age and stages of life and especially as it relates to your health or your ability to do things like travel uh, hike take excursions whatever because by the time you're 60 70 80 plus you might have money saved up, but now you don't really have the experiences to go along with it. A couple of interesting examples, or or um, you know, good points he made is many people they wait until the end to give their money to their kids, and you know these days people are living to age 100 all the time. So between a spouse, the odds are someone's living to 80, 90, 100, and by that time, if you give money to your kids. They're going to be, what, 50, 60? So that's kind of the time where they don't really need the money. So he's saying, if you can, it's better to give money to your kids when they need it most, like in their 30s when they're growing families or trying to buy a house or start a business. So, But all this is predicated on the assumption that people have extra money. So some people might be listening to this or reading his book and think, you know, great, Uh, ideas bill but you're assuming that we're all gonna have millions of dollars extra in the end and that's kind of his point is is if you take into account our present value of future earnings that's our greatest wealth and you know for example if you're making a hundred thousand dollars a year in 10 years you're a millionaire you just don't get the million dollars today it takes 10 years but over 20 30 years you've made three million or so. And that that doesn't assume rising rates of wage increases or business profits or whatever. So it's definitely a first world book. You know, you can't be reading this book in uh, third world countries and be like, all right, let's try to give away more money, even though I don't have any. So he's starting with the premise that you have a lot of money and you're going to make a lot of money and you're probably going to die with more money than you intended. So think about splitting up those stages of life think about think about it in decades whether it's your 20s 30s 40s 50s and you have more energy and maybe less money in your earlier years but less health and more money in your later years how do you kind of even that out and he gives some examples of you know a friend he knew who took a took out a loan basically to go on a european excursion when he was in his 20s and Bill was just saving, saving, saving. And in reality, the guy that took out the loan to go on this backpacking trip for three months or whatever in Europe ended up making the better investment because he was going to make more money later, but he could never get those experiences back in his 20s because later on in life, 30s, 40s, you have more responsibility. You can't just up and go for three months. Um, so, you know, Bill Perkins, he's a former stockbroker wall street day trader poker player so that's kind of the lens that he's coming at it through you know a wall street day trader who made a bunch of money and is in that world of high high wages high salaries high commission payouts so that's obviously a bias for me as a financial planner some takeaways that i saw that that were helpful is just the financial planning in general tends to uh be more uh, cautious oriented or warning oriented in in that f- the financial planning industry and the investment industry tends to scare people into saving meaning you know you don't want to die with zero or you don't want to die as a burden to your kids and, and things like that and I think there is too much of an emphasis on that side there there definitely could be more and should be more of a of a balance in terms of when the advisor brings bias into the conversation in that hey it's not about um saving it all for tomorrow it, but it's also not about spending it all today so that's where an advisor can help guide and help and maybe even alleviate some stress or pressure by saying hey you're going to make more money you can take some some time off spend it with your family your kids when you're young travel essentially advisors can do too better at giving people permission and encouraging them to utilize their money on memory dividends, as Bill Perkins calls it. That was another, uh, I I found a a good concept he talked about, you know, when you take the um, time to spend on yourself, to build memories, trips, family stuff, vacations, travel, tended to be a lot around travel, but there's other things you could, I mean, obviously you can build memories with family locally and do family gatherings and holidays and things like that. But he said, um, those memories that you basically invested in pay out dividends later in life kind of like a stock dividend that you invest in so when you're when you're a little bit older and maybe can't do those things physically that you did when you were younger you can still experience them through your memories and those those memory dividends have value and so that's kind of his premise is die with zero that way you loaded up life on experiences the other the other i uh, yeah i guess those were the the two main ones is Thinking about giving to your kids at the time when it's most impactful to them on purpose as opposed to I'll give it away when I die and if you die when you're 90 and your kids are now 70 well by 70 your kids kind of already did the hard stuff and they kind of already figured it out so they don't really need the money it wasn't it wasn't as helpful or impactful as it would have been say typically in their 30s when or 40s when people are still trying to Uh, pay for houses and grow a family or grow a business or just they just have more responsibilities more uh, you know um, maybe liabilities even student loans mortgages things like that so that was a good concept and then the memory dividend concept I I thought was a a a good one to think about Um, so yeah it's it's nothing groundbreaking but it's just a, a there's been other books written like it there's one other one called Die Broke that was written, I think, in the '90s, maybe early 2000s. He just added his little spin on it and um, kind of encouraged people to think about their lives in 10-year in increments and what do you want to put in that 10-year increment? Uh, and just no, just notice that you're going to make more money. And you know, if you could, if you could even out the experiences, um, even though you don't have the money, um, that could be a a good way to do that so I mean he's not advocating for take take out debt just do these experiences but he I think he is trying to say you're gonna make more money in the future so that's a big assumption and your expenses are gonna be way less as you get older because you can't do as much so that's also a big assumption so uh, the conclusion is you know spend spend while you have the energy it's a it's kind of a good perspective um generator of a book Uh, but I thought I'd give a review on it. It seems like it's kind of a popular one in the, um, book selling arena. Um, yeah, that's all for now. And, uh, until next time.